It is Paddington Appreciation Day. I wish our YouTube channel was live so that people could see what you look like right now. This is remarkable. This is my favorite look that you've ever done. Describe me in four words. Fireman, usher. Oh, I love. Kid in the 90s who thinks he's cool, but he's not. 11 And no, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Loser. kid in the 90s who thinks he's cool, but he's not. And that's like hyphenated one word. And you told me to make it one word. And the only thing I could think of was loser. Obviously, you're not a loser. You look like a limited two model. I love that. I'll take that. Honestly, I love that. Limited two. We lived there. We were the models on the back who were always having fun dancing in the bubbles. Literally, Jordan and I used to stand in the window at Limited 2 at the Galleria in Dallas, the Galleria Mall in Dallas. We were window models and we would go to Limited 2, put on whatever clothes they wanted us to wear that day and stand in the window for like seven hours. In <laughs> reality, in reality, they did not know we were doing it. We just picked out clothes <laughs> and stood there. <laughs> Lies. We got paid for this in store credit. I genuinely didn't even know this happened. I 100% am shocked right now. I just know I loved that place. Wait, are you kidding me? You don't remember this? I have no... That sounds right. That all checks out. But yeah, no recollection. Guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm really upset. Genuinely, I meant that when I said that you can't see Jordan in her little getup. I mean, are you going to the Met Gala? Like, what was that? I would crush it at the Met Gala. This is my rain hat. It's what do they call these? The circular ones? Bucket, bucket hat. hat. Mm-hmm. It's a bucket hat, but it has like the quilting of one of those 90s, really popular 90s like vests. So Yeah, so like when you said Paddington Bear, you were right. It's just the wrong color. Yeah, it's it's navy. And honestly, it looks black. It does. I wear it all the time. I don't get a lot of compliments on it, but I it covers most of my face, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> Color me shocked that you do not get compliments on that hat. I love it. I live for it. And Sutton has one that's pink, and she actually looks really cute in hers, and she gets a lot of compliments. Also not surprising. Yeah. Fact. Guys, I want to talk about, you know, besides Jordan's incredible hat, there's so much news coming out of Disney World this week. It's actually – really hard to keep up. So we're going to try to like consolidate all of this Disney news into the beginning of this episode um, and quickly talk about it because our episode today is actually not even about Disney World, but all the news this week came out of Disney World. So first of all, I want to talk about the Disney dining plan is officially coming back. How do we feel? Can I tell you how I feel? Yes. I'm not a fan of the Disney dining plan. I feel like it's limiting. I feel like I don't want to think about the Disney dining plan every time I sit down. It's not for me. I know it can save people money, but I feel like the stress it would cause me figuring out like how much how many points I'm spending where is just it's not it's not the vibe for me as someone who's who's stressed easily. 
<laughs> I live in a perpetual state of stress. So Disney dining plan is not my vibe, but I will say I can't speak from experience. I've never done the Disney dining plan. We never did it as kids. Like our parents never had us on the Disney dining plan. Um, so I cannot speak from experience, but I do know that planning a trip to Disney world, especially with genie plus and with this next part, which actually is heading out, um, it's already stressful. So why loop another level of stress into like the seven layers of hell that is planning a Disney World trip? So next, actually your trips are going to get a little bit easier because while the Disney plan, the dining plan is coming back, park passes are heading out. Jordan, how do we feel about this one? Because I feel like this is a better response. I've never been more excited. I messaged you right before our trip and I said, Morgan, I'm so stressed out. We're having to literally choose where we're going and we can't even park hop until, what is it, after 2 p.m.? That to me Insanity. I just – I don't want to be micromanaged on my vacation and I feel like Disney is a micromanager. Like at this point, I just feel – I love Disney, but, you know, I love a lot of micromanagers that I don't want to manage me, you know? Like I'm, I, I'm not going to name names, but I'm looking at one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I actually am kind of a well. You know what? Really. Only with you. Only yeah. with like the podcast <laughs> because and everything else in my life, I'm like, do whatever you want. No, Even, like I go to up. my, I go to get my hair done, and I'm like, eh, I trust you. Like, do whatever yeah. you want. No, just with me, and I feel like growing up, like you told me what shampoo was cool. <laughs> Shampoo I was trying to help a sister out. You know what sh- I mean? Morgan, there was no such thing as cool shampoo, but you manipulated Yes, there was. But like, if you're no using knew- Aussie shampoo, you're an L7 weenie. No one knew what shampoo I was using. So how could it – like how could I be cooler by using a certain shampoo? The smell, Jordan. It's all about the scent, the aroma that you leave behind after you wash your hair. How are you in your 30s and you have not learned this? Morgan and I have a theory. Actually, all of our sisters have a theory about shampoo. The type of shampoo you choose 100% defines your personality. 100%. Morgan picks like high-end, super expensive. It's from Japan. Japanese (laughs) shampoo. I pick like organic shampoo that I can just find on Amazon that has like the least amount of harmful chemicals. Like that's just the mom in me. Madison's drugstore shampoo all the way. (laughs) And Peyton is like, Peyton like does a lot of research on her shampoo. Peyton's like Mm -hmm. taking it very seriously, but she also is like, I, I feel like she still uses the shampoo mom gets her for Christmas, which honestly I do too. So I throw that stuff out. Yeah, give that to to Peyton or Maddie. Maddie would lit. Maddie would be like, "Wow, I feel like I'm living. I'm like a five star resort here." She's used True. to literally herbal essences, you know, mango. <laughs> <laughs> if you use herbal essences, absolutely no shade. Like, good for you. I'm just saying, you know, your personality. It does mean that you like to go get like a good mambo taxi at me casino after work. Like, that's fine. That's your personality. That's what herbal yeah. essences mango says about you. You are a coupon cutter, coupon stan. You're a maxinista. And listen, no, my best friend is a maxinista. Morgan, the coupon people are the ones who use the shampoo that comes inside of the magazines, like the little samples. That's the coupon person. Per plus. <laughs> okay. Next set it. Wait, what do you Sorry. think about that? Sorry. What do you think about that? I'm Park so passes. excited. Park passes are um, a thing of the devil. I'm so happy they're going away. I 
might not go to the parks again until after January 9th, 2024, because that is the official day that they're getting rid of park passes. I just feel like I don't want you to know what my plans are. Like, and I'm also like a very spontaneous traveler that might have something to do with the fact that I flew standby for six years and I had to like fly by the seat of my pants. I just like don't like to plan stuff like that. And so I'm so happy that park passes are no more officially after January 9th, 2024. It does exclude annual pass holders and cast members, but they will be afforded what they're calling good to go days where no park passes are required. So don't worry. You guys can get in the fun too. Um, Additionally, they are extended. The extended evening hours and early entry hotel bennies have been extended through 2024. So be sure to take advantage of those. And then this is a good one too. In the works, Genie Plus planning before your trip. You don't have to wait until the day of to make your Genie Plus selections. So it's not happening yet, but Disney does have it in the works. So Amazing. And also this does just apply to Disney World. I feel like this is this is great news, but I also I'm still not a fan of Genie Plus. I still no, think of there's course be a not. Yeah. There's a better system and Universal has that system. Yeah. The system is universal. So yeah. get go back to the original system of fast passes at Disney and I would be happier than I am now with Genie Plus. It's just great. overly complicated. It's stupid. It's a way for Disney to kind of manipulate and capitalize and make a few extra bucks or a lot of extra bucks because no one wants to wait in line. So anyway, it is a step in the right direction, but the step after that is just scrap the whole thing. Morg, I want to know what we're talking about today. I'm so excited. Well, I also just like one more, one more bit of news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a new... We have a new restaurant coming to the World Showcase at Japan, and this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I'm freaking out. It's called Shikisai, and it is a sushi izakaya. If you guys don't know what an izakaya is, it's a Japanese term, and it means stay, drink, place. <laughs> so Aww. it's a place where you hunker down, get comfortable, grab a drink, stay, and eat. And Japanese izakaya are, you know, cultural identity of Japan. So I'm so excited. It's going to feature sushi, small plates. It'll be a little Japanese pub. And they're saying it'll probably be a little more accessible for the picky eater as opposed to Tokyo Dining, which was very traditionally Japanese. Jordan? Just one comment on this. I mean, I'm super, obviously super excited. I'm mostly really excited for you. My heart is spilling out of my chest right now with excitement for you. <laughs> Um, I feel like you just announced that you're having a baby. Like I'm so pumped. It does feel like that. It honestly feels like I just checked a pregnancy test. It's two lines and I am so excited. I'm like, what are we naming it? Oh, we're naming it Shikisai. I will say it does have an official mascot that I'm really excited about. It is not turning red. It is Morgan. (laughs) It will be a blow up of Morgan that someone will always stand inside and will just greet you and welcome you. And um, it's, you know, it will scare a lot of people away, but that means lower crowds. So probably, yeah, you'll never have to wait because just she'll the be wearing doll limited to Morgan, inside the blow the doll, <laughs> wearing limited too. Limited too. <laughs> and also a really sexy bucket hat. Perfect. Perfect. Can't wait. All Let's right. So, Jordan, what we are talking about this week, nothing to do with Disney. So, like, Ixnay on the. Disney Day. Um, Harry Potter updates 
Coming to Epic Universe, we have been throttled with huge updates this week, you guys, and I am so excited. And I don't want to wait till 2025, which is allegedly when the park is going to be ready to accept guests. And I don't want to wait. I can't wait. I don't have it in me. I'm not a patient person. You have to wait, but also I kind of feel like they're going to move up that date. I like have a feeling. Yeah, you it said might not that. Be, what makes you? It might not be like, you know, 2024, but I bet it's at least early 2025. I They just always move up the dates, the release dates. They kind of give mm-hmm. themselves this big space. They have pushed some projects back. They had a bunch of plans. They've moved some projects back, which makes me feel like they're going to open them a little bit sooner, sooner continue construction on those other projects um, in the meantime so that we, we have more exciting things to, to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I mean, mostly I just feel like they know that like – you know, all the fans are itching to like see what Epic Universe is about. It truly sounds like it's going to be epic, um, especially the Fantastic Beast section, which is this Harry Potter extension, obviously. Uh, so, what do we know? I'm excited. What we know is that the main premise of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter it, within Epic Universe is that it takes place in France. Okay, so majority of it will be in France. And the main attraction, however, will take place at the British Ministry of Magic. So this is what I'm a little confused about because the main attraction, which will be, number one, a dark ride, the largest indoor ride at Epic Universe. It's huge. It's monstrous. It's ginormous. We're so excited. But it takes place at the British Ministry of Magic. So how do you get from France where the wizarding world within Epic Universe is actually located to the British Ministry of Magic. My assumption is that because you enter this ride via the flu network, you're in France, you're hanging out in the wizarding world in France, but via the flu network, you're going to hop on over to the British Ministry of Magic. What do you think? I think you're exactly right. So we're taking flu powder. When it's my turn, I'm going to say diagonally, and I'm hoping that I'm going to land. It takes you to not turn alley. Exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, If you don't get that joke, you're you're obviously listening to the podcast, guys. You're out. Um, Yeah. So you're a Death Eater, and I hate you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, I think flu powder, obviously that's the coolest introduction into, you know, starting a ride. The Ministry of Magic, the concept of this ride has me so excited. I think even more excited than when I heard about Gringotts. Um, I love Gringotts, but Ministry of Magic is sketch. Like I feel, I kind of feel like we're going to be able to relate to it a little bit more because I feel like that's what DC is like. So I'm just (laughs) expecting to be absolutely haunted by literally every single person I see on that ride. I'm super excited too because I love a dark ride. I love roller coasters. I think it's going to be a combo of both. But when you are a fan of the Wizarding World, like we are, we are obsessed with Harry Potter. Y'all know this by now. When you're a fan, the immersion that takes place in the dark rides is unlike anything else. What do you think? Yeah, it just makes it – because Harry Potter is is spooky as it is, right? And so you want to feel that level of like minimal terror as you're riding these Harry Potter rides because – you know, there's always that element of a little bit of thrill. 
And so I think that a dark ride within the wizarding world just goes hand in hand. How do you not? How do you not have a dark ride in every single area of the wizarding world? So I'm so excited that they're making this main attraction and also the only ride within Epic Universe's wizarding world. Um, I'm so excited that it's going to be a dark ride. The rumored villain is, in my opinion, the best villain in the Harry Potter series, Dolores Umbridge. Hate you. So excited. Wait, I mean, so I agree to an extent. Do we think Dolores is worse than Bellatrix? Slightly. Slightly. It's close. It's, Bellatrix. It's so close. But the thing about Bellatrix Lestrange is you know that she's just – the worst person ever. Like she gives off just, I hate you. Dolores Umbridge with her little, her little, I'm pretending to be so clean cut and so follow the rules and, you know, strict, but not in a harsh way. But then she has Harry carve into his own skin. Come on, come on. It doesn't get more sinister than Dolores Umbridge. I agree. I love me some Dolores as an enemy. She's a great enemy. Um, I do think if we don't see an appearance from Dobby, I'm just going to be greatly diminished in my, you know, life expectancy probably and my general happiness. I just want to see some Dobby. <laughs> Is Dobby not featured on a single attraction in the Wizarding World? Not yet. Mm-mm. Guys, okay, so Dobby has to be on this ride. Morgan, I mm-hmm. at least need a Dobby shop called Dobby Socks because Dobby obviously, you know, socks. Come on. Another rumor that I want to talk about in again, we're we're sticking to this attraction because I'm I'm so excited about this. But within this attraction, the rumor is that the vehicles will be similar to the scoop ride cars from Spider-Man. But not only will they have like the built-in motion base, but they'll also be able to move up and down quite rapidly. So think like unexpected drops or, you know, you get raised up in the air real quickly. I think that's so exciting. Um, So we have this new technology that's rumored to be the vehicle for this British Ministry of Magic ride, which is also rumored to be called the Battle of the Ministry of Magic, which I think is kind of lazy. You know, I'm going to stop judging them on their names because when Islands of Adventure came out, we were like, oh, I don't like the name. I live for the name now. When they first mentioned Epic Universe, I was like, eh, not for me. Now I love it. So we'll see. I think it's just going to become one of those names that feels natural. You know what I am excited about with this ride is that there will be no 3D glasses. Yes, finally. Finally. I'm so sick of putting stuff on my face that's been on a million other people's faces the same day. It's just ick. I just don't want to think about it. I just want to hop on a ride and go. I just don't want to think about it. I agree. Um, Another element to this ride, which I love, it's a rumor, as are all of these things that we're talking about today, to be quite honest with you. But it is rumored that part of this ride is that an erumpent has escaped from the Department of Magical Creatures. And that plays a big part in the ride as like a, an element. So I would l- love to see how they bring that to life. I think it's going to be like an animatronics kind of thing. I'm really excited too, because 
I was not the biggest fan of the first original Fantastic Beasts. And then as I watched more, I became a really big fan. And now I love all of the films. I will say I'm a huge animal person. And seeing the different magical creatures on Hagrid's was really, really fun. I'm just pumped for this entire land to have secret magical creatures all around. I heard a rumor that they're going to be like poking their little heads out of windows. You're going to spot one on top of a roof somewhere ever, ever so often. Um, Universal kills it when it comes to details like this. So especially in the wizarding world. Especially in the wizarding world. Exactly. And I heard that those magical creatures that will be placed, you know, throughout the wizarding world at Epic Universe will also be interactive via your wand. So love that. Really looking forward. You know, I love like an Easter egg. I love like figuring out like different little details that I can interact with. It's why I loved interventions at Epcot. It's why it was my favorite thing because I love interactivity. I think it's just the greatest. And so I also read, speaking of that, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I also read that there will be upgraded technology to the wands that they're selling in Epic Universe so that potentially we'll be able to see the magic emanating from the wand. Oh my – oh, I love that. I love How that. How cool is that? Because there now, can- is like a little bit of a disconnect when you're using the wands mm-hmm. that it currently or exist and they're interacting with whatever, you know, area of the park you are working on at that time, but you don't feel anything on your end. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Like maybe it'll vibrate a little bit and like some smoke will That's what I was going to think. Or a light, so cool. lights on the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um See, that's the thing. That is the creativity that I just feel like is, it's all possible in the wizarding world. And I feel like an epic universe, obviously from what we've seen Nintendo World over in California, I really feel like they're just throwing everything they can at epic universe. And I'm super excited. Again, Universal's going all in while Disney's pulling back. And I think we're going to see it in terms of popularity. I think... Um, favoritism is kind of moving in the direction of universal, if not just evening out. Um, So we'll see. I'm so excited. I mean, I will say like a lot of the polls that we've run on our Instagram recently have come back pretty neck and neck with Disney and Universal. And sometimes Universal does take a little bit of that lead. And so that's really cool to see because I love Universal and the Wizarding World has just skyrocketed the popularity of that park. But anyway, let's move on because I do want to talk about something that's upsetting me. And- Listen, it's not something I'm going to, you know, cry about yet, maybe. Mm. Maybe I will because listen to this. Guys, she's crying. She's crying. <laughs> there was a plan for another ride in in the Wizarding World at Epic Universe. And it was supposed to be a virtual reality ride flying on the back of a broomstick. Listen. How do you get rid of that ride? How do you look at the plans for this park and say, eh, no one really cares about flying on the back of a broomstick. Like, let's get Wait, rid of this. I thought they didn't get rid of it. I thought they, they're postponing it. It says canceled. Oh, man. What the heck? I mean, I hope that it's just postponed because that's music to my ears. But as of now, it says canceled. It was supposed to be the largest VR ride in the world. There would be 24 riders at a time divided into groups of six or groups of four, six groups of four. Um, But flying on the back of a broomstick, how pissed are we that when this park opens in 2025 or sooner, according to Jordan, it's not going to feature a ride that allows you to ride on the back of a broomstick? Think flight of passage. 
dude, I'm my I'm, my heart. I'm having heart palpitations. Think flight of passage, but you're riding on the back of a broomstick. Yeah, I'm devastated. I will say the thing with virtual reality is if you don't get it right, if you rush it, it could be a disaster. And, and that was another thing that I read. Potentially they're pushing it off because maybe the technology isn't where they want it to be yet to make it the ride that it needs to be. So if that's the case, then you get a pass. But like when the technology is there, as soon as it's there, let's go. It's go time. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's definitely a ride that I am 100% down for. Like that is right up my alley. If we can take Flight of Passage and make it work. All the way up my alley. All up in my alley. (laughs) It's all up in my alley. Exactly. So yeah, come back to us when you're good and ready. When the technology is there, we'll be waiting with open arms. Facts. Um, Now, another aspect that they are working into the plans or working on currently, I guess, within the Wizarding World at Epic Universe is they're building a huge theater. And I mean massive. 642 seats. What kind of show could this be? Gosh, that's such a great question. I'm kind of hoping we're we're doing something related to the Goblet of Fire. I want dragons. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Why are you going to have a theater if you're not going to have dragons? What if it's a circus? Because apparently the exterior is going to be designed like a circus tent. And I kind of picture, you know, when they all get to the the tournament and they climb inside the big circus. T- I mean, it's not a circus tent, but their tents kind of look circusy. And then you you slide down the slide and you're in this massive castle tent. That's how I picture it. It's going to challenge the eyes. Will it be better than the circus tent within Seuss Landing? I think so. I mean, I love I love that place because I love how the high in the sky Seuss trolley goes through the Circus McGurkis tent. Like, I think that's really fun and great for kids. But the tent is not – I mean, it's big, but it's not going to seat that many people. So obviously no. – I mean, this I thing's going to be huge. And I love the idea of it being a circus. Maybe it's a magical creatures show. Like – there's so many possibilities here, and I could see it potentially changing, you know, seasonally or whatever, but that's really exciting. They have not done like a big seated show at the Wizarding World at all. Um, so that's something to really look what forward if, to. What if, what if you walked inside the tent and everyone just filed into seats? And then all of a sudden Dwight Schrute walked on stage and he started pounding the podium and he said, We have a right. <laughs> What did he say? What did he say? No, what did he, he say? Sales, sales people of northeastern Pennsylvania, stand and rise. Stand and rise. <laughs> he says, "We, it is a privilege to fight." <laughs> Can you imagine if that's we what happened? <laughs> I would I would literally what if they just hired Rain Wilson to live there and to do that speech over and over? Like do that, that speech and then switch between that and Terry Carnation and done deal. Done. Done deal. Okay, there it is. Another brilliant idea from Park Snobs. Hire us. Yeah, copyright 2023 Park Snobs. All right, let's talk about the new shops because this is one of my favorite parts of the Wizarding World in general. They will have a cauldron shop, a clothing shop. Maybe the clothing shop is Dobby Socks. Who knows? A pub, a Quidditch shop, a pet shop, a candy shop, 
etc. They will be the French equivalents to the shops that already exist within the Wizarding World. So that's really exciting. Candy shop, Jordan. The candy shop has me super excited. I'm not even a big candy person, but I love to look at candy. I know that's oh bizarre. God. How but. do you just look? Okay, I get it though because Honey Dukes at Hogsmeade is the best. Just walking around in there, I mean, obviously, anything in Wizarding World feels like you're a part of the Harry Potter series, but it really does. And that's what I love so much about the shops within the Wizarding World. They just do such a good job of making them feel really immersive. So Quidditch shop, I'm so excited about. Pet shop, are you kidding me? The pet shop, I I feel like they're going to be selling interactive pets. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I'm getting an owl. I'm I'm getting a rat. <laughs> I'm getting an owl and I'm naming it Waffle. You say owl weird. Owl? Owl. Wait, do I say owl weird? <laughs> you just said it exactly like I said. Owl? Oh shoot, we say it weird. How are you supposed to say it? Owl. Owl? There's no E. It's an owl. owl. Okay. Well, I agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm getting an owl. I'm naming it Waffle because when I was in Japan, I I went to an owl cafe and they put Waffle on my shoulder and we were best friends. And now I have a shirt that says Waffle on it. So it just makes sense to come full circle. You know what I mean? I'm getting a rat and I'm naming it Peter (laughs) Pettino. No, name it Peter Pettishrunk instead of Pettigrew. (laughs) Okay, so the last thing I did want to talk about about this new land is that, you know, we will have those magical creatures that are hidden around the land, but we already touched on that. That, again, is so exciting, though, especially with those potentially more advanced wands. Um, I, You better believe I will spend an entire day scouting out these magical creatures. I'm just going to walk around and look at the creatures, wander into the cauldron shop, make myself a potion, throw it on you, turn you into someone cooler. (laughs) Perfect. Honestly, ideally, Angelina Jolie. Done. I'm going to make you the Angelina Jolie potion. Cool. I love that. I I want all of her tattoos. Um, Here's the thing. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I know that you are so excited about the magical creatures because you were subscribed to zoo books for 10 years. That's Uh, Morgan. Yes. That's exactly what it is. I feel like they need to make a zoo books for magical creatures. Sell it at the circus tent. Come on. This is a done deal. Here's what I will say. Here's what I'm going to say to Universal. Please, please sell more of those British type sweaters that are oversized that Harry and Ron are always scrabbling around in. I love those. I want to wear them. I bought one at Universal years ago and it shrunk in the wash. Like I don't need it to be full-blown wool. Like do some magic on it and make sure it doesn't shrink in the wash. I literally want to look like I crawled out of J.K. Rowling's brain, okay? Put me in some cool clothes. Let's make them a little bit more fashionable. I'm going to be honest. I really don't like the colors of the houses. So let's come up with some different colors. Let's think outside the box. They're not always wearing their house colors. Like, yeah, they wear their robes, so technically they are. But like, let's pretend they're lounging in their, you know, rooms, chilling. Well, because well, because this epic universe wizarding world takes place in France, maybe it's Bobaton's colors. I don't know. I don't know, but we need I need to look hot. This is atrocious. <laughs> Jordan, as long as you're wearing that bucket hat, you will always look hot. Amen. Amen. I'm going to keep going. 
Okay, so that concludes our episode, guys. What do you think? Jordan, just put the bucket hat back on and I can't. You over my headphones it adds the size of another head on it's like it looks like a a popcorn bucket on top of my head you look like what were those um egghead people that were on tv a long time ago cone heads cone heads you look like a cone head (laughs) so today instead of mentioning a disney or universal account we want to just give a shout out to ryan and hope we know how to spell your name now and to say it it's hope (laughs) it's not Tamala. It's not Tamala. Those are nicknames. Your name is Hope. Wow. Well, did we ever figure out if it was Tamala or Tamala? You were right. Give it a rest. You never told me because you didn't want me to know that I was right. <gasps> Jordan. I did text you and offense. I literally said- I'm offended. I literally texted you and said you are right and don't talk to me about it. And you didn't respond. So I think you were like, you know, off doing cool girl stuff. Probably. That's what I'm always doing. Um, All right. Yes. Ryan and Hope, shout out to our biggest fans. We love you guys. Don't forget, guys, don't you dare forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram. Go to thenewparksnobs.com. We haven't posted a blog in a minute, but we're working with the company who is going to get our website right. So keep checking back. And Jordan, let them know what else they can do. Give us that five-star review or... We're going to contact all of your exes and have them send us embarrassing stories about you. And we're going to make our next podcast episode about it. (laughs) On air, letters from exes, the Park Snobs edition. I love it. All right, guys, have a great week. We will see you next time for another episode of Park Snobs.